welcome back to Riff Ram Review right here on 88.7 The Choice, your choice for college radio. My name is Ian Nepetian, and today we're joined alongside by Zion Trammell and Seth Dowdle, but we do have a very special guest joining us right here in the studio, transfer for TCU baseball and starting pitcher on opening day this coming Friday. Peyton Tolley is right here in the studio. Peyton, thank you so much for coming down to the studio. Welcome. How are you doing here? So thank you guys for having me. I'm doing great. Doing great. Just uh, working up the season and getting ready to go. Yeah, there you go. Well, again, firstly, we're we're we're, we're so thankful for for you, you know, just giving us some of your time and coming down here. Um, how have you liked Fort Worth so far? You got here in the summer a little bit. You you obviously went through fall, uh, fall ball and things like that. How do you like the area? I love it. Yeah. I think it reminds me a lot of home. I think I'm not from a huge city, but. Fort Worth itself and right around campus has a really small town feel. Um, you know, I remember on my visit, we were walking around and there were so many people. Oh, hey, Coach Charlos. Hey, how's it going? And we stopped three different people just randomly on the street. And I think it was, it was something really special to me, just how small the community feels and how much support there is to the baseball f- team. And um, it's, it's definitely a really special area, even though you're in the middle of I mean, a pretty pretty big city. You're you don't feel like that at all. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, quickly, just before we get into you know, into all the hard hitting questions, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell our audience about who you are, where you're from, and your your journey in baseball and through baseball. Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty simple guy. Grew up uh, Bethany, Oklahoma, which is just outside of Oklahoma City. Um, got. Mom, dad, brother, two dogs. Um, Ranger's like 15 years old. He's my favorite dog. And then Annie is another is golden doodle. She's the craziest. But, um, yeah, I mean, out of high school, just kind of got recruited. Went to Wichita State um, there for two years. Uh, loved it there. Loved the guys there. And then, um, yeah, ended up finding myself uh, in the portal and then ultimately choosing here, which the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Now you you spent two seasons up at Wichita State with the Shockers. Talk to us about the process of becoming a two way player, whether whether that was in high school, but also figuring out how to bring that into the in, into collegiate baseball. Yeah, I think in high school it's I don't want to say it's easy, but there's a lot of people that do it, um, and then a lot of guys will end up falling into either being a pitcher only or just a position player, um, but. I don't know, I was just kind of one of those guys that that throughout high school just kept hitting, just kept pitching. I mean, at the beginning in high school, freshman and sophomore year, I would definitely call myself more of a hitter. And then sophomore summer going to junior year is whenever I really started to make my strides um, in pitching. And then uh, I would say going into college, I got recruited as a pitcher and then kind of had a couple good seasons hitting, and they – Coach Pelfrey called me up one night and said, hey, we're going to give you the opportunity. And then that's all that I really wanted was an opportunity. So getting to uh, getting to Wichita State and still trying to do the two-way thing was definitely a, a change just because it's more stressful innings, I guess. And um, obviously you're getting a whole lot more toll on your body with weights, more class, sleep schedule is not going to be great because you're living in a dorm with four other guys um so it's definitely a learning curve and just trying to get into the right shape get into the right mental capacity to to be able to do that and to be able to try to do that at a high level yeah you talked about you just mentioned a little bit about the the mental and physical toll what does that 
kind of entail as, as a two-way player? And how do you balance uh, crafting both sides of it, you know, with pitching and hitting? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that I try to do, and this is probably because I'm more on the mental side, is I try to separate the two areas. I try to keep, like, everything I do while I'm hitting be hitting things so then whatever I do to go to the mound or I work on a bullpen's like I can focus on that I'm not worried about how I hit that day or I'm not focused on last at bat I try to separate them and try to be uh, smart with like how my body is if I'm not feeling great I try to feel that I'm going to try to work for that um, understanding like I mean, you know, the college baseball players hardly feel 100%. Like, they, uh, it's it's definitely a grind, but just understanding your body, knowing your body, listening to it, and not trying to push through crazy things, just being, trying to stay healthy as possible is Mm -hmm. is the key to, um, I feel like, a lot of what I've tried to do. It, it kind of feels like there's like a revolution of sorts with two-way players, a, a, a revitalization of it. Uh, obviously, Shohei Otani uh, mm-hmm. is doing it at a high level. I, I do have this one question for you that has been nagging my brain because, at what point did you realize that, like, and it wasn't maybe wasn't when your coach called you and said we're going to give you this opportunity, but at what point did you realize I can do this in college? Like, I can do this at a high level because it's as you said, it's one thing to do it in high school. Uh, mm-hmm. I did it in high school, and I'm not playing yeah. college baseball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's another to do it against these guys. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I would almost say that it might have been this past year was the first. So my sophomore year was the first year that I've been able to do um, hit and pitch in the same game. And I would say that the first game that I did that was like, Okay, so this is this is what it's like. Like this is this is what being a two way is like. And I think that was probably the moment where I felt the most like a two way. It's because my freshman year I, I hit. I mean, I had a little over a hundred at bats, I think. So like a good chunk, but not a lot. Um, in pitching too, but didn't do both at the same time. Hardly ever in the same weekend, really. So whenever I did that for the first time, it was like the first time I was like ah. Like this is what being a two-way guy is like. Yeah, and and kind of just going off of that, you said that really last year at Wichita State, that was the first time you really you know pitched and hit in the same mm-hmm. game, or just like you said on the weekends as well. Is that the expectation of you this year, and is that your expectation as a player here at TCU that hey, when I go pitch, I'm I I also want to be in the lineup, or also being hey I'm gonna pitch, but tomorrow and, and Sunday I wanna I, I want to be in the, in the lineup for sure. Is is that your expectation as well? Yeah, I think that's the hope is to be is to do both still do both in the same game. Um, obviously, I think that this team that we have is very deep, and I think that if whatever the coaches want to do, whatever they think is going to put us in the best position to win, I'm all for it. If that's with me the lineup, or if that's putting somebody else in while I pitch, or just putting somebody else in in general, is I think that's what's going to make um, the the biggest difference. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to, to win because that's what I came here to do is to for win. Sure. For sure. Now, now, kind of just going off that, you, can, you, you, you come to TCU th- through the transfer portal. I know we've talked about it a bunch, and it's, you know, there's a lot of guys using it, whether it's in baseball or just mm-hmm. football especially. Um, 
What was your experience with the, with using the transfer portal? What was that kind of like for you? And what what did you want to find in a school and also a baseball program when you were looking? Yeah, I think it was it was a pretty chaotic process. Um, even like I think Wichita State at one point had thirty three guys uh, go into the portal one day. So I waited and didn't want to jump in make a make a knee jerk decision. Um, but once I got in. Let's see. I like telling this story because I think it's kind of funny. Is <laughs> I got in at directly six o'clock on a Sunday evening in Wichita, and I was going back home that night, and I left at about six o'clock right after. And that uh, that car ride, two and a half hour car ride from Wichita to Oklahoma City, I only listened to one song because I was on the phone constantly, phones rolling in, you know. Um, and I also like that it was like 15 minutes of converse, conversation each. So that was, it was pretty crazy at the beginning. Um, and that was that night was whenever coach Charles called me, he called me at the gas station. Okay. So I sat there and, uh, <laughs> talked to him while my car was filling up with gas. But, uh, uh, it, it was pretty crazy. You know, it, the visits happened pretty quick. Um, and then, um, once I got to TCU's campus on the on the visit, it was it was incredible. Like the f- even my first time meeting the coaches, I got I got a big hug from Coach Charlos and I got a big hug con- from Coach Bruce. I'm like, well, this is different from the handshakes that I've been getting. So <laughs> from the from the get go, it was a lot of like family and um, was meeting all everybody from. Uh, athletic directors football coaches i mean everybody it was uh it was it was pretty special and like i was saying like you could feel how special fort worth was um and it was just you know transporters crazy and i kind of took the stance of whenever i'm whenever you know you know and whenever i came on visit it was really hard for me not to just say yes 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 mm-hmm. so uh you know i i committed about an hour after my visit and go back into the coach's office and get a big hug from coach Charles and coach Bruce jumps and jumps into my arms. I'm like, I, this is, this is pretty, this is pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's probably, I don't know if that was answered what you wanted oh, to yeah, ask. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. And I think the transfer portal, it has its benefits and I think it, it has helped college sports and, some ways but i think there's also the negative side of it that i think a lot of people can see so who knows it's benefited me pretty well you know i wouldn't be here without it so yeah you kind of mentioned how you were greeted by tcu was that something like the culture that really stood Mm -hmm. out to you did the college world series run from last year have anything to do with it that that stood out to you i think a, a little bit i think i wanted to come to a place that was ready to win and like had a good foundation set because um, I want to my I want to play in the postseason. Yeah, I, like that's a dream of mine. I want to feel that feeling of nine thousand, however many people were in Lupton last year. I want to be able to feel that again. Um, so yeah, it definitely it definitely had something to do with it. But um, I know that it's not. A given like we still have to work for it and this team is is different now we're a, a totally different team than they were last year so but yeah the, the people 
like the family aspect that they have. On my visit, I talked to uh, Sam Stoutenborough, Brayden Taylor, and Trey Richardson, and like those guys are those guys are incredible. So I, it, it was a big embrace from the beginning, I would say. Yeah, and and just going off of that, right? You you talked about the culture. Why is culture so important to you? Like 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 I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it's 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 necessary to have it in the program, but you know, for you and because we've talked before, and you also mentioned a lot of the guys that leave TCU come back and they're mm-hmm. welcome in. Did that play a role as well in, in kind of just that culture of, hey, once you're a Horned Frog, you're always a Horned Frog, yeah. and especially with baseball, you know? I mean, it, it really seems like it's a it's a really tight-knit group of guys. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a reason why you have guys like Curtis Byrne and Luke Boyers who, I mean, we joke around with them because, ah, oh, you're old, old, but like there's a reason they're still here and not only is it because they love it here but because they're loved and like they're amazing guys and whenever you have amazing guys like that the like you're gonna bring in more amazing guys like there's all the new transfers to zach morris ben hampton like there's um, they're just good humans like they're just fun guys to be around so it once you establish something that's you, that's what you're gonna bring in is it's kind of like a, if, you, if you build it they will come like if you establish the culture on good people good people are gonna come to your school yeah and and you being both a pitcher and hitter has that kind of helped to, to to your advantage of being able to gel with everyone kind of working out with pitchers and then also going going to work with some of the hitters has, has that kind of helped you yeah i'd say i'm in a unique position just because i do get to I get to be with everybody and um, get to be in different meetings. But, yeah, it's fun being with different groups of guys. Just so many guys are, like, so much different than each other. So, um, like, it was funny. We were – it's like talking to Ryder Robinson, one of the freshmen. Like, he's just at the goofball. And, like, where it's me and Cole Klecker and Zach Wattis and Ben Hampton all in a lab group together. And, like, it's – like there are pitchers and hitters but at the end of the day we're all one team so it's been it's been a lot of fun i do get to see hitters and pitchers and they're always like oh which one do you choose and i'm like i like being the middleman so (laughs) but yeah well let's transition to this upcoming season peyton because Depending on where you look, it's uh, number five or a number six ranking in the preseason polls. What are your expectations? What's your excitement for uh, this season? I think I'm ex- I'm excited for how hard we're going to play. I think that the way that Coach Bruce runs this offense and um, the way that Coach Delora has the the guys on the base paths is is going to be really exciting because I think we're going to play hard. I think we're going to fight and earn games if that makes sense um so i think that's something that uh, like is almost expected from us i feel like and i think the the tone that was set by last year's team um flows into this year with like we're here to wreck shop and we're here to like have fun too like we're we're gonna have a great time kicking people's butts (laughs) if if that if i can say that (laughs) so yeah um i'm I'm just super excited about being out there with the guys like i said we're super deep team and like it's 
I've never been this excited for a baseball season. I think it's like you, you should be excited for a baseball season, but like it's this is something different. Um, I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. That, so. That's that's really awesome and exciting to hear. Uh, there's so many talented young players mm. on this team. Um, just talk a little bit about the youth talent that you've seen and who are some players that TCU fans should keep an eye on that they may not have before? Um, I'd say, well, one guy that has been in inner squads that has just had my number is Chase Brunson, a freshman. He'll be in the outfield for us. He's He's been pretty good. He's a pretty good player. Um, Ryder Robinson too like I just said he's gonna probably play in the infield a little bit for us they've really got those two guys are young spark plugs for us um, and then I think another one another guy too that's that's been here is Brody Green I think that he's been he had a great fall a good good preseason here but he's looking like his defense has been really good the way that I see it um I mean, I could go through all 40 guys that we have. <laughs> like, I could sit here for an hour and a half and tell you guys each guy. But it's it's been, I mean, like you got Sofa and Boyers, and then they got Sammy Myers, uh, another freshman too. It's, I mean, it's it's special. And Carson Bowen behind the plate. It's it's pretty it's pretty special. I think another thing too is like you got Ben Abelt, who's like. I think could lead the nation in saves. Like I think, like there's so many guys that are just so pretty. I mean, they're so good at what they do. Like it's it's really exciting. And I don't want to like jinx anything or anything like that. But it's I'm super excited just to see all the guys, see how it all shakes out with everybody. Yeah, well, it's 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 very exciting to to hear how excited you are because that just gets everyone else going. To to be honest, um, and and talking about exciting, obviously, you know, you guys start this Friday against Florida Gulf Coast, and kind of just going along with that, this non-conference schedule is not a joke. No, I no. mean, you guys got you guys are. It's almost like you guys are playing everybody in the Pac-12. It feels yeah, like yeah. Um, UCLA, Washington State. Arizona, you guys play uh, USC twice at Globe Life, mm-hmm. um, then ASU all before you get into that first series against Kansas away for Big 12 yeah. um, conference play. What are your, expect- your your expectations of this team early on and also what this what this whole kind of start to the season is? Because it's it's kind of going to hit fast, I, I, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's good, though. I think that being tested early, I think you need that from a team. Um, it gives you a good idea on where you're at. Um, against some of the nation's best but one of our mottos this year has been start fast and from the get-go from the jump we're gonna like i said we're gonna play hard i think we're gonna we're gonna be here we're gonna be at home in front of everybody i mean even globe life i think that's just our second home so um from the get-go it's gonna be um we're gonna play play fast play hard and um, if you're not careful, we'll punch you in the mouth. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited. Like that, having that good of a schedule early on is big because you know, like you can kind of measure up against other other schools. So yeah. And then looking ahead to Big 12 play, is there any team that you're circling? Like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm I cannot wait to 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 go up, you know, to go up against these guys. I mean. 
I guess being away from it, I haven't realized how big of a deal the yeah. the, the team from Austin is. <laughs> I think I'm pretty excited <laughs> yeah. about that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that one's a, that one's. A, People love people yeah. forward love yes. to play that team. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I'm definitely excited about that one. Um, but I mean, the Big Twelve. I mean, is, is it's pretty stacked. Like they say, it's a basketball conference, but they got some pretty good baseball teams in there too. So I think from from top bot from top down, it's it's pretty good. So. Now we're going to call a timeout on the interview. Timeout on the interview because guess what, guys? It's the rapid-fire corner, Peyton. Oh, boy. I have 13 rapid-fire questions for you, and if you are willing, I will ask them to you. Are you willing? I am willing. All right. Now, for research purposes, these are the exact same questions that we asked Curtis Byrne, and we will compare them, (laughs) and we will see. I mean, there's no – I mean, they're not – there's like no right or wrong. There's, yeah. not, there's okay. no right or okay. wrong. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. just like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's just we're just going to compare, and then we will publish our study in some scientific magazine. <laughs> so here we go. The Rapid Fire Corner commences right now. Who's your favorite superhero? Uh, Thor. Who is your? What's your favorite sport other than baseball? Mm, football. Favorite sports memory? Oh, man. Going to the state tournament in my junior year of in basketball. Okay. How about that one? Oh, All right. That was a deep non cut. baseball yeah, one. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. What's your favorite planet other than Earth? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking astronomy, we learned. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Am I gonna get canceled if I say Uranus? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What's your favorite musical artist? Uh, Flatland Calvary. Okay. Oh my! Are you serious? Oh, I love him. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love him. <laughs> Would you rather have invisibility or super strength? <sighs> super strength. Do you think it it's wrong for vegetarians to eat animal crackers? Ooh, that's like, I feel like that's kind of against what they're talking about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Curtis said pass. Yeah. So, you know, it's... That's probably right. I probably probably made somebody mad right there. Okay. What are you eating for dinner tonight, or have you already had dinner? I thought about eating potbelly, but I did have, we had chicken and burgers in the pad. So I I had had a burger today. Nice. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Elf. And there's... Yeah. Oh, Polar Express is up there. Okay. okay. One one A and one B there. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite baseball movie? The Natural. Okay. Mm, yes. Okay. Would you rather climb a mountain or jump out of a plane? I like climbing mountains. Okay. And what's your who's your favorite baseball player growing up? I can name that entire 2011 Rangers lineup. Yes. That whole, <laughs> yes. That whole team. David Murphy, Mitch Moreland, oh. Nelson Cruz, Ian Kinsler, Elvis yep. And Like, I could go on for days. CJ Wilson, Colby Lewis, oh, all those guys. Very nostalgic. <laughs> Zion and I just had a, I mean, we're a Rangers fan, so we, we, we get it. We get yes. it. And then finally, would you get a hit off yourself or strike yourself out? Mm. We did not ask Curtis this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, people have asked that to me a lot, and I think every time I say something different, I think we'll just say this. How about two out of two at bats, 
I go one for two with a double. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah. 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 that, that works. works. There you go. That works. Thank that you so really much. Good. good. Good job in the rapid fire corner. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Great. Thank Those you. were some of the best answers we've gotten <laughs> yeah. out of the people we've interviewed. That Seriously. Was great. Yeah. So, so I, I have to go back and ask you about Flatland. Oh. <laughs> have, have, have you gotten to see him live? Yet? I haven't. You I haven't. Saw Turnpike. Live, okay. Okay. And that was incredible. Yeah. Billy Bob's. That was pretty incredible. But I haven't been able to see them live. Okay. The few times that I could have, it's been like uh, going home or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're awesome. I I saw them in Deep Ellum back in September, late mm-hmm. September, early October, and they were fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, I was taken aback when you said Flatland because I, I feel like not many people. I mean, you know, there's there's not a ton of people that yeah. you know are are so crazy about them. But that was yeah. a good pick. They're out definitely there. like that was a good one. I could have gone to Zach Bryan or Turnpike Troubadours, yeah. but I was like, ah, we'll go with the obscure yeah. flatland. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. I got a follow up. I got a follow up question. You went to the state tournament uh, in junior year of basketball. Oh, how far did y'all crazy, make it? Crazy quick question or quick story here. Okay. So we won't, we beat the number one team in this in the state in the regional final, and so we win. Right, we're moving on. That Thursday, we are getting on the bus to go to the state state basketball game. I put one foot onto the bus. They say, we're getting off. We're going to take a two-week break because of COVID. Oh, I never got gosh. to play in the state state basketball tournament. Oh, that my was, goodness. Wow. Yeah. That that's was that's why it was one, it's one of my favorite memories because it's like, yeah, was, we were really good. I, I like to say we're gonna win it all. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, it was it was pretty. It was, that was that was a tough I, one. I'm gonna take a guess. You played center. So we, I, yes, I like <laughs> I just I played bruiser. Like yeah. it was, I was kind of like, okay, if you come in my lane, then you're probably gonna get fouled. I averaged like four and a half fouls my junior and senior year. There you go. Like two, three, four points a game, and then. Nine rebounds, something like that. Like, we had a a guy. He went and played college basketball. He was six eight, six nine. So he played center, and then I played the the bully. I guess is the yeah. good you're like the rot Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. Did they at least give y'all some recognition as being a finalist? Or in Texas, I heard that they gave everyone a pseudo like everyone that made it to the state <sighs> tournament was like a champion of that year. Yeah. I haven't got my ring yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not yet. Not yet. We haven't hung the banner yet, but I'm okay. okay. I'm, I'm signing. I'm trying to sign the petition for yeah, it. There you they go. Better. They better. We'll, we'll sign it. We'll sign yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And and you also played football, right, mm-hmm. at Bethany? Yeah. How was that? Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I, I liked football a lot. Um, I, I, it was a whole lot more fun to play than basketball to me. And there were a couple of looks here and there for yeah. football, but... Um, I mean, everything just kind of came back to baseball. Yeah. But football was fun for high school, I think. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, Peyton, we're, we're, we're very glad that you're here at TCU now. You're a horn frog. Um, you know, seriously, th- thank you so much for coming on. But, but the, the, the last thing that we want to ask you, um, and this can be a message to fans or, you know, just, just whatever you, you want it to be, but what do you want TCU fans to know about Peyton Tolley? What's, what's your message to them about you and maybe about this team heading into this year? Let's see about me. I'm I'm a pretty passionate guy. Um, you'll kind of know what I'm feeling like whenever I'm playing. Um, I feed off of energy from teammates, coaches, from fans. So, like I'm 
I'm super excited to see what it's like out there, um, being able to pitch in front of everybody. But, um, yeah, I think, like I said earlier, I want everybody to know that we're going to play hard, and that's going to be the expectation this year is playing hard and not putting, not letting our foot off the gas from the very first pitch, from the very first game, starting fast and finish strong. Um, just never, never let the foot off the gas. Yeah. There you go. Now, um, just so our fans can reach you, where, where where can they reach you on social media? Where can they go find Peyton Tolley? Uh, I think it's at Rolly Tolley, R-O-L-L-E-T-O-L-L-E-49 on both Twitter and Instagram, or nice. X now. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, X. It, it, it still gets all <laughs> yeah. of us. Yeah. Twitter. Seriously. It's, It'll be it's, Twitter to the day I die. <laughs> exactly. You get it. You get it. Well, Peyton, thank you so much for joining us um, here tonight. Really appreciate you coming down to the studio. Um, for the folks at home, that will bring an end to this episode here um, of Riff Ram Review right here on 88.7 The Choice, but one announcement, the TCU Horn Frogs get underway uh, in 2024 this Friday, February 16th, when they host Florida Gulf Coast to a three-game series here at home at Lupton Stadium, and our man Peyton Tolley will be stepping on the rubber for game one, so uh, really excited to get the season underway and, and, and uh, just wait for that first pitch. So, mm-hmm. folks at home, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Riff Ram Review and find us on Apple Podcasts podcast and Spotify at Riff Ram Review. Until next time, I'm Ian Apetian, Zion Trammell here, Seth Dowdle, and Payne Tolley. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week.